back to Chronicles of Curiosity. My name is Mason, and I'm joined by my co-host. I'm Katie. Today, we'll be picking back up right where we left off last week with the conclusion of the 12 Tribes Cult. But before we get into that, is there anything you've been curious about this week, Katie? You know what? I have been curious about um, the regulations on air conditioning at certain apartment complexes. That was a rough go. Uh, we, where we live, they don't usually switch the boilers off until, um, I mean, which makes sense. They don't usually switch them off until we get to a more consistent, like, hot weather situation. Yeah. Bless their souls. They turned it on for a few days here this weekend as it's 89 degrees, I think. Um, this week in New York, the weather has been incredible. It's been so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever had weather this nice in April for so long. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, but it's supposed to cool down a bit next week, and then we'll see what happens from there, but... It's still New York. It's still New York. Yeah. Gloon County. Yeah. And you know what, though? At any point in this podcast, have we yet said where we're from? Um, I think at the very, very beginning. I don't think so. No? I don't know. Maybe. Well, if we didn't, we're from uh, Binghamton, New York, which is upstate New York. It's about two and a half hours from New York City. About two and a half hours from Mm -hmm. Philadelphia as well. Um... It's a really, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a place. our favorite place to be in the whole wide world, but here we is. Here we is. Having a time. No, yep. we're fine. We're having a good time. Yeah. Anyway, you've been curious about anything this week? Uh, yeah. Speaking of the really nice weather, I have um, been, I've been walking around downtown like I normally do, mm-hmm. but something about the warm weather like carries good sense on the breeze. Do you know what I mean? Elaborate. So, like, if, if there's, like, a pizza place or a Chinese food restaurant oh, oh, or... scent. Like, yeah, fragrance. scent. Yeah, or, like, said, a sandwich okay. shop. In the wintertime, you still smell it and it still smells good. Yeah. But it um, it it doesn't, like, carry. Yes. It's hard to explain. It's so much... It smells so much better when it's hot out. I think um, it's being carried stronger on a hot breeze versus a cool, crisp wind. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it, it's got me thinking of... Uh, like fair time and summer festivals mm-hmm. they're a big thing around here mm-hmm. yeah and uh, it's got me really excited for fair food i've been thinking about like cotton candy yeah. and spiral potatoes and funnel cake mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that good stuff what's Spir- your what's your favorite fair, fair food it it probably isn't anything sweet it's probably something savory okay like i love really really good french fries from fair like fresh french fries okay um, like burn the inside of your mouth fresh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like fresh cut. Okay. Do you uh, put anything on them? Like salt and like pep- um, not pepper, ketchup? Ketchup, yeah. I'll put ketchup on it okay. because that's usually like what all these places have. Mm-hmm. But for some reason at festivals and like amusement parks and stuff during the summertime, maybe it's just around here that it's a thing. Um, but we'll put malt vinegar on fries as well. That's pretty common around here. Not sure why. It's really good. Uh, it's really good. I could take it or leave it. Something about like hot, fresh fries from a food truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to go to more food trucks. This we year. do. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> do you want to? Do you want to know what my favorite? Fair yeah. Food? What's your favorite fair food? I would say a good fresh cold lemonade is a good one. Oh, I was but gonna say that. Above that, a snow cone. That's a good. Or like one. a rainbow snow cone, because then you get all the flavors. It's like a fruit salad. You're gonna but hate. It's ice chunks. You're gonna hate me for this. And I like it best when it's in one of those cones. What are you about to say? Say it. Snow cones are, they they look really good, and the syrup is really good, mm-hmm. but it, it's not it's not what you want ever. So, so 
So, but shut up a second, because what if that's just your opinion? It is my opinion. So say it like it is, instead of like, this is the facts about snow cones that everyone agrees with. You see, snow cones, they're not good, and you shouldn't enjoy no. them. No, All right, get out of here. No, no, no. They're, they're okay. Snow cones are good if you want one. If you don't want one, more snow cones for me. Would you ever, anyway. would you ever take a snow cone over real ice cream? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah, because sometimes if it's really, really hot out, like right now, I don't really want milk. I don't want cold milk. Mm. That's yeah. going to hurt my little tummy. Mm, you got me there. Yep. Yeah. Milk. Milk doesn't do, milk doesn't always treat you right. No. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump into this here. Enough yeah. chit-chat. Let's talk about some cults, question mark? Oh, definitely. Okay. Cults. Yeah, we're, get, we're going to get full on into the cults. There's no question here. So where we left off last week... The 12 tribes were migrating from Chattanooga, their city of origin, to a rural... I can't... I'm sorry. I can't say that word. I'm I'm worse off than you are. Rural. Oh, God. Yeah. Rural. Rural. Ayo. Rural. Okay. I'm going to start over. Okay. Uh, The 12 tribes, as they migrated from Chattanooga, their city of origin, to a secluded Vermont community called Island Pond. Uh, it was at this point that things began to unravel financially for the 12 mm, tribes. Okay. Uh, the move to Vermont combined with losing a decent amount of members after the move and dealing with ongoing legal battles battles over the child abuse cases mm, that we had mentioned right, right, last right. week. They left the group financially depleted. To pay some of their debts and to keep the church in Vermont going, they were forced to sell off all of their property, including church buildings and all Yellow Deli properties. Oh. With the exception of the Dalton location and Dalton, Dalton, I believe, Alabama. Okay. I couldn't find any reason in particular why they kept that one. But I mean, Alabama tends to be a bit more um, affordable. Yeah. So maybe it was just more. Now, I have a question. Did they move? Did everyone move to Vermont or did they split up and just a group went to Vermont and some stayed in Chattanooga? The, the people, the individuals of the cult that stayed in Chattanooga basically disbanded. Oh. Either that or they moved to Dalton, I'm assuming, or they split up to these other Yellow Deli locations, okay. the other okay. community locations around the state and also down in Georgia and Alabama. Okay. Um, mo- but most of them moved to Vermont. So okay. pretty much everybody that wasn't already directly involved in one of the other communities moved with them when okay. they went to Vermont. I'm with you now. It was kind of a mass exodus, and there were like a couple hundred members at this time. So oh. it's not... A small amount yeah. and island pond vermont only has a couple hundred people living in it <laughs> so it's like imagine just being at home one day and then double your entire town shows up yeah. and they're like hey we're here to we're here to live for good yeah. and also teach you about something yeah. religious and also we live together all of us yep and we're not gonna buy anything from you ever no we're not gonna visit right. your restaurants we're not gonna <laughs> no but you should love us and support our cause well here's the thing here's the thing they actually, in Island Pond, from what I understand, the community actually liked them. So let's fast forward a couple of years to 1989. In the last episode, um, oh, when we were... my parents got married. Oh, nice. When we were referencing their first uh, child abuse case that was brought against them, that was like 1984, 1985, like sometime in that range. Okay. So it was about four years later. And in the middle of those four years, nothing really, really happened. The community continued to grow slowly. They had like a couple couple members, you know, okay. here and there. But most importantly, they were able to, again, this is going back to what, what you were mentioning, they were able to tr- really truly connect to the community of Island Pond. Okay. Um, it was already a super small town. So over those four years, they really 
bonded with the locals and started to integrate into their community mm-hmm. and vice versa as well the inhabitants of the town got to know the cult members and realized that they weren't all bad i okay. mean they were families and they're still people yeah you know that's and, very true and at this point in time in the mid 80s mid to late 80s they were not quite as extreme and not quite as indoctrinated as they are today but trust me we'll get into that later too okay so anyway four years between the child abuse case and now so it's 1989, and at this point, the group felt confident to attempt expansion again, and they would be very, very successful. Oh. Over the course of the next decade, throughout the 90s, they would send members to plant churches in various countries throughout Europe, South America, Canada, and even as far away as Australia. Wow, they're spreading out. Yeah, they're re- at this point, they're really exploding. Um, throughout the 2000s, they continue to grow, but not as quickly. And membership numbers definitely began to stagnate, especially okay. compared to the 90s. And um, while I was researching this and, and doing the notes and, and whatnot, I was thinking about why they grew so much in the 90s after being relatively stagnant in the 70s and 80s and, you know, later in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I really, I couldn't put my finger on why they really blew up, like, globally in yeah. the 90s. Um, I was thinking about it, and maybe it was because there was, like, a surge in religious alternative culture I, I honestly don't know. I'm a 90s kid, and so are you. Yeah. But we're not really. Yeah, yeah, we're not really. So if anybody has any context, were cults popular in the 90s? Were, were, was there like a resurgence of communal living? What what caused this to really explode? Yeah. Or was mm-hmm. it just one of those things? Let us know. Yeah. If you have some info on that, tap in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, despite the slowing growth in the 2000s, the group would launch a reunion in 2006, and they would hold it at Warner Park in Chattanooga. The same park where the original members would meet. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I read a local news article from 2006 that was covering the reunion at the time, and they said there were about 200 people who showed up. So that's really not bad. That's not bad, but it's not a very big... It, like, they're, they were quite a bit bigger than 200 people at that point, right? Oh, they were significant. Yeah, they were yeah, much, so much bigger than 200 people at this point. Less than um, half of their total mm-hmm. community. What I, what I wasn't sure, though, because they... I mean, they really didn't mention this. It's not something that, like, journalists would cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure if those 200 were, like, 185 from the Vermont community who would travel down to Chattanooga. Mm. And, you know, a very small number of, like, locals. Right. But it seemed like from the readings, it seemed like it was more locals who had stayed back after their move to Vermont. Okay. And wanted to reconnect with the old members mm. okay. and, and well, things like okay. that. that it, this reunion was really harmless. Okay. It was... It's like a college graduating class reunion yeah it really was and uh, and it's like i said it's definitely the most harmless out of all the things that are going to come and all the allegations and whatnot okay, they okay. uh kind of had bar they just had barbecues and cute sang songs and just hung out okay it was at this event though that they would announce a new yellow deli in chattanooga the deli opened in 2008 around 30 years after the original was forced to close for financial reasons okay so kind of symbolic in a way to the resurgence yeah so that more or less brings us up to date as far as the the going-ons in the cult okay and i think we should have a pretty good understanding of where they came from so now we can get into what they actually believe since we really haven't talked about that much at all yeah i felt like the first episode was missing some information turns out that's what it was yes so we mentioned that they're an extremist uh christian fundamentalist cult but it goes way deeper than that um at their core they believe that all religions beyond Christianity are false. 
that in and of itself is not necessarily unusual. Most religious people believe their religion is the correct one. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, they probably wouldn't be a part of that religion. Mm-hmm. However, the 12 tribes take it to another level. They believe that all subsets and denominations of Christianity that are not their own are just as false as any other religion. Wow. Basically, in their eyes, a Catholic is just as far away from the quote-unquote truth as a Buddhist. Hmm. Uh, And as long as we keep this in mind, as long as we remember this, uh, some of their other beliefs may make a bit more sense. Okay. The group differentiates itself from other denominations and movements by claiming that they themselves have fallen from the true faith. They believe that the restoration of the church to its original form is necessary for their Messiah to return. And what they mean, excuse me, what they mean by restoration of the original church includes the creation of a new Israel consisting of 12 geographical regions, each representing one of the original 12 tribes of the Bible, Mm. hence their name. And it's probably too obvious to point out, but that's where they got their name from. Well, it wasn't because I didn't get it, so I'm glad you did. (laughs) Uh, The group adheres to certain mosaic laws, including dietary laws and observance of the Sabbath and other festivals. The group's interpretation of the prophesied restoration of Israel combined with what it perceives as immoralness in the world leads it to believe that the end times are imminent, although they don't specify a date. And that's important because I think it's actually a really good idea. Um, Hmm. And one of the reasons why they're able to stay so relevant for so long, they didn't put a, they didn't put a firm date on their doomsday. Right. And most cults do. Yeah, and that is their downfall yeah. oftentimes. Yeah, because yeah. the, the date passes. Nothing, nothing happens, happens, obviously. Yep. And the members are like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, I, I sold every, you know, I sold my house for this. Yeah. You said we were all going to die today, and now I got to go to Walmart to pick up milk. Yep. <laughs> so one of the defining aspects of the group is their in- insistence on using the name Yeshua mm. instead of Jesus as the former, they believe, better represents the true nature of Jesus. Um, also, beyond that, each member is giving, given a Hebrew name to reflect their personality. And anybody with any familiarity with any cults already knows where this is going. Sure do. Name replacement, mm-hmm. it's extremely common. It's almost ubiquitous mm-hmm. with the cults. I don't know what ubiquitous means. Um, it means that every, almost every one of that type of thing shares a common similarity. And this common similarity is name replacement. Got it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, The group believes in three eternal destinies. So stick with me here. That's going to get a little confusing. So after the fall of man, each person is given a conscience. Okay. Upon dying, they go to a state called death, regardless of their faith. Okay. Believers will be true believers will be resurrected for a thousand years to reign with Yeshua before the final judgment. And at the end of this period, non-believers will be judged according to their deeds and separated into two groups, the religious and the unreligious. The unreligious will be cast into the lake of fire while the religious will go on to fill the universe for eternity. This is a common narrative. Um, But they also have a particularly strange view on marriage and dating. Oh. Mm-hmm. There is no dating in the traditional sense. If someone expresses interest in another member, they'll enter what they call a, quote, waiting period. And that's official cult terminology. During this waiting period, the couple spends as much time together as possible, but no time in private. 
they have to be around each other within the presence of the rest of the community. Mm. After this waiting period um, of an undeterminate amount of time, but if I were to guess, probably not that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I were to take a stab at it. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yes. Yeah. So after the waiting period, if the couple does decide that they want to stay together, it then goes to the community to make the final decision. So the community basically votes on whether or not you get to end up with the person you've been spending all your time with for however long. Interesting. If the community votes no, you're out of luck. What the hell? You have to completely disband. I don't know what the rules are as far as like, you, maybe you can't talk to each other later on because mm. they see you're not a good fit. But at the end of the day, the, the community members have the final say. That's insane. Which I can only imagine the politics that and the drama that would come out of that. Yeah. Think about it. If someone doesn't like somebody else for whatever reason. Yeah, then they can like vote against They can vote against it and they can convince happy. Yeah, and they can convince uh-huh. other people to vote against it as well. Yeah, they can like make up reasons that they could see that being a poor match or what what in the world? Yeah. What is that? Or and on the on the flip side of that too, you could be interested in a person that someone else is uh, engaged in a waiting period with. I don't know how That's else so to say it. They it makes, they're not dating. So. No, right. Of course. No, no, they're not. They're definitely not. They're not dating. No, 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 no. Don't call it that. If the community votes yes, so if they vote no, you're out of luck. Mm-hmm. You got to split apart. But if they vote yes, the couple, <laughs> the couple is then allowed to hold hands. Oh, this good, isn't good for them. Yeah, I mean, the, guys, and seriously, I don't want to sound real. You know, I don't want to sound snarky. Yeah, we're not trying has, to like absolutely make fun of or roast them. No, it's just no, no. Unexpected things. If this was all they believed, if they were just a mildly extreme Christian sect and wanted to live communally and wanted to have strict rules about marriage, there's really, I mean, if you decide to be a part of that, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. For you, if you make that choice. Right. But it goes well beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're just talking about the, the itty-bitty details and stuff like that to get a better idea of the big picture. Yeah, and, and these things, I mean, to some people, these wouldn't matter at all. I mean, if you're already married in mm-hmm. the traditional sense and you join this community, they don't split you up. Yeah, You get to yeah. spend, you know, you still get to spend, you know, as much yeah. personal time and time as you would spend with your significant other anyway. Right. It's just for the, the people that are dating in a way but they didn't use that term right 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 okay um so again at this point the if the community votes yes they're allowed to hold hands and at this point the couple is also encouraged to get married so there's no engagement really they go straight from holding hands to getting married Mm -hmm. yeah whoa yep and really they're encouraged to get married pretty much as soon as possible okay 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 i'm sorry i don't have any any words for that i didn't either i'm surprised i didn't either as i was reading this and let me tell you about the wedding ceremony itself. Okay. So the ceremony usually takes place outdoors with all community members present. They then begin with an elaborate recreation of, quote, Yahshua's return. Oh. They basically reenact what they believe will happen when Yahshua returns to take the 12 tribe members, but remember, no one else, to heaven before returning to a transformed earth for a thousand years of bliss and harmony. They do this at the start of every wedding? Yep. They take the Bible's wording of the church being the, quote, bride of Christ to an extreme level. They oh. believe that the church is an actual bride on her wedding day and that the an actual bride are one and the same. So they believe that the church and an actual bride on her wedding day are one and the same and that okay. a bride is as close as you can get to the church. After a short period of time, uh, members are encouraged to have children. 
So, mm. you know, on Monday, you see somebody that catches your eye. On Tuesday, you get to hold hands. No, no, no. That was too fast. Sorry. Tuesday, Tuesday you get to spend time together. Yes. Wednesday morning, you spend time together. Wednesday afternoon, hold hands. Yep. Thursday, get married. Wedding bells. Friday, get busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, again, after a short period of time, they're encouraged to have children as far as, as for what they believe regarding the raising of children. Um, they believe... Children should be punished for any wrongdoing. I mean, yeah, there was allegations of child abuse. I saw this one coming. Yep. As for what they believe regarding the raising of children, they believe children should be punished for any wrongdoing, including saying anything that goes against the beliefs of the church or their parents. Free thinking is not at all encouraged, and conf- oh. conformity is valued above anything else. Ooh. Unsurprisingly, the children are homeschooled to help minimize contact with other forms of thoughts or beliefs or, you know, just interaction with other children who are going to bring other thoughts and other viewpoints, worldviews to their attention. Okay. Um, Physical punishment is encouraged at any point in the child's development. Such as? Well, we'll get into that. The most common practices involve whipping the child with rods or sticks or simply beating the child. While these are the known practices... Most former members who have escaped the community describe much worse punishments. Oh my goodness. Um, which we'll also get into here. So I'm sure you can see where the child abuse court, uh, court case comes from that sure we talked can. about last episode. Yep. So at that point in the 80s, these types of practices were really ramping up in mm. the cult. They were really starting to solidify what how they should handle children's development. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a big part of the cult going forward as well. They put a lot of emphasis on the kids, okay. unfortunately. Unfortunately for them. Um, Before we get into some more of the controversies, I also wanted to highlight some of their beliefs surrounding work, like occupations. They do not allow members to work at public companies or places of employment. Instead, the 12 tribes own a number of small companies around the world. Um, Members then get assigned to a job where they'll be most productive in that role. Uh, okay. So just still within the cult though. Right, right. So within the businesses owned by the cult, there really isn't too much variety. Um, from what I found, there's like a handful, maybe a dozen different companies that they own, at least in the United States. Um, if you're a man in the community, you'll either be working in construction or farming or in a factory. And if you're a woman, you're either raising children um, and tending to the community chores or you're working at one of the yellow delis. Mm. Those are really your only only options not loving those options no not not particularly great if you're a man or a woman no especially a woman yeah yeah and remember uh, members that have grown up in the community wouldn't have been taught skills that they would need to like survive in the outside world oh they wouldn't purposely wouldn't have been taught about science or math things that you would need to do a job successfully even like basic stuff wow uh, the last core belief that I wanted to mention here is, and this is a weird one, so stick with me here, is how intense their hatred of modern agricultural practices are. I know it sounds weird, what? but basically industrialized farming, which is how, at least here in America and Europe and you know most of the most of the developed world, um, how we get our food, like all, yeah. like all of our food, um, apart from maybe if you go to like a farmer's market. Or a you know small local grocery store right. where they're growing their own farm stand. Right, right. They they believe so. The reason that they have such a hatred for agriculture, modern agriculture, is they believe that the commercialization of agriculture is directly tied to the breakdown of the modern family. 
And when I read that, I was like, what, how, how would that connect? You know, I was trying to connect the dots in my mind and I would never have gotten there. Okay. So according to them, these changes led women to begin working and socializing outside of their home, which led women to desire a less traditional family. How dare they? Yeah, this is, and I'm I'm not joking here. This is not tongue in cheek. Uh, This is one of the most important beliefs to the community. This is fundamental to the community members. What the hell? Is that modern agriculture led women to not want to raise a family in the traditional sense, which led to the breakdown of all modern society. Imagine. They connect those three things in a straight line. And I can't I can't necessarily explain it. So you just kinda have to take it at face value. I'm sure trying, I'll tell you. (laughs) All right, let's get into some of the controversies here. I know you've been been waiting for I'm these. ready. I'm ready. So first and foremost, we got to go back to the child abuse. Oh uh, yes. This is the, this is the number one controversy that this cult continually finds themselves in around the world. Within reason. Within reason, yeah. When it so when it's common practice to beat or verbally abuse your children for even a minor offense, there are always going to be some members who take it too far. Mm, yeah. There are literally hundreds of reports from former members who escaped uh, they they and described what they went through as a child and it is harrowing. A Denver Post expose from 2022, just last year, um, reported that most first-generation children born into the cult, so if you if you were born between like the mid-90s and mid-2000s, have left the cult. That we, we land in that range. Yeah, yep. yeah. And um, th- while the members haven't really spoken out necessarily about what types of things happened to them, it would be pretty rough. It would, it would be hard for a reporter to ask those kind of questions mm-hmm. to someone who very obviously has gone through that kind of trauma. Yeah, that's just insensitive. Um, but one of the former members, when interviewed, uh, said, "I after she had her first child, I was no under no circumstances going to beat my kids the way I was beaten. Good. So they left." along with most of the other kids that were actually born into the cult yeah, from that yeah. first generation of parents. because yeah, you feel what kind of trauma that might have impacted on you. Right. And you realize, hey, I don't want to do that right. to other people. Right. So if there's one positive thing to come out of this, it's that so many of the younger members, um, you know, are around our age, 20s, 30s, they, are ha- they want no part of this. Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah. Especially when they start having families of their own or you know, get a glimpse of the outside world and realize right. that things aren't the way that the other, you know, the cult members and the cult leaders describe them. Yeah. Yeah. Reporters have also recently got their hands on what they call the, or excuse me, what the cult calls the quote child training manual, mm. which is given to expecting parents to read. Is it called how to train your dragon? <laughs> it's called, it's just called child training manual. Oh, that's the actual title. That's it. Mm, not very creative, but no. that's fine. Well, they own they own factories and farms. They don't own publishing companies. It shows. <laughs> uh, so the book outlines the way children should be raised, but more importantly, uh, the way children should be punished. Mm. They encourage physical punishment of children as long young as six months old. What the hell? Yeah, that's I didn't misspeak. I didn't mean six years old. I mean six months old. Yeah. So like you know my itty bitty little niece Vivi. Yeah. She's one. Yeah. And she's tiny. Oh, she's already like, passed it by six months. Yeah. 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 That's not, that isn't, that's disgusting. So I actually did flip through this. Um, the book is a total of, I'm not kidding, 347 pages on this one topic. That's a of how long to raise your children. book. Yeah. You can go to Barnes and Noble and you can find parenting books, uh, newborn through 18 years old, how to, how to do it all. And mm. it's under 347 pages, mm-hmm. but they're dedicating this book just to punishment. Or, well, to the way, primarily. supposedly the way that you raise children, but it's primi- primarily punishment. 
That's something. Um, the book is, it's just a PDF that's available online. So if you Google mm. it, you can flip through it if you want. Mm. It's super long, but it's really disturbing. Yeah, it sounds like it would be. I think I might pass on that one. Like, seriously, I couldn't stop looking through the document. It honestly, it feels like a parody of a religious cult. Really? Yeah, that's how wild it is. So mm. I did I did put down, write down a couple of bullet points. Um, this was under a section called parental accountability. And these are all verbatim, by the way. Okay. I'm reading these as they appear in the like direct quotes in the handbook. The book. Yeah. Okay. So discipline children for all disrespectful attitudes. Don't allow your child to complain. Train your child to submit willingly to his disciple. Ew. Make sure he bends over submissively. Oh wow. Guilt will not be removed unless he submits willingly. I hate the wording of this. You bottom beat, not brow beat. Ugh. Spanking. Ministers to the whole child. I'm sorry? The rod must be used to correct wrong thoughts, wrong words, and wrong deeds. Thoughts are powerful. There is no sin without thinking about it. Which, in, I mean, you can extrapolate from that, but that, that basically means that if your parents believe you are thinking the wrong things, you can be beaten for that. So these are just, like, seriously, these are a few examples of hundreds. Mm-hmm. And some of the bullet points, some of the bullet points, honestly, are actually reasonable. Um, there's, there are a couple that I wrote down. Uh, one is don't emphasize your child's weak points. Well, I mean, and the other, the other one I wrote down was treat all your children equally. Okay. But then it jumps right back into the, you read that and Beat you're like, shit out of them. yeah, you read that and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. You know, I can agree with that. Yeah. Well, then, so what I'm getting is, is if you're going to beat one of them, beat them all. Yeah. Make exactly. sure everybody gets beat. Exactly. Everybody gets smack smack. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's equal. This is so, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm getting fired up over here. <laughs> So everybody gets the idea. I don't need to go more into detail this, of this. Being a child in this call is not an enjoyable life Yeah. in any sense. Which I wanted to say something really quick. We are not out here to attack the way that anyone parents their children. That's not our business, especially as people who are chosen to be child-free. Like, that is our choice. Right. We're not, we're not out here to, like, tell you how to raise your kids. So, but these, I think, are pretty clear instructions on maybe not suggested ways to raise a child. I'm not here to say that corporal punishment is not helpful in certain cases. Right. I really am not. Right. But there is a societal line that we draw mm-hmm. and they're they're crossing it. Yeah. Yeah, like am this I this is very I don't believe so. Yeah. This to me feels very clear to be child abuse. Yes. Like there's a there's a time and a place for like any type of physical punishment and it's it's their job as the parent to determine that but like come on yeah come on anyway yeah, that's my soapbox <laughs> i don't want to linger on it too long because you're getting i can tell you're getting I'm getting fed more up, and more <laughs> getting real fired up over here uh so beyond the child abuse allegations there's also been reports of child labor law violations oh boy and i don't i really don't want to go too deep into this children are regularly expected to work on the farms in the delis and even the factories owned by the cults okay there's really nothing else to be said here i mean they encourage children to work at a young age Okay. Do we and know how young? No, I, we don't know how young. The One of the reports I saw said 14 working okay. full-time. Oh, my. But um, I'm sure there's younger. I'm sure younger than that. Oh, and wow. in some cases, from what I understand, if if part of the community owns a farm and they expect the children, some of the children to take care of chores on the farm mm-hmm. that's you know of course that's a different story than setting sending them to a factory for like eight for hours a, a day yeah for yeah. like a full-time nine to five right 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 and that's... they're not also they're not getting paid which oh, <laughs> oh. 
Yes. There you go. Yeah, That's the issue. They're, they're not getting paid. Also, they're 14 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're 14 years. You should be doing this other stuff. You yeah. Should be... Have some fun times. Right. Play with your friends. Right. Pick flowers. Uh, all right. So the next controversy, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. It really does. The next controversy is maybe the most direct racism oh. I have ever read. And I do not say that lightly. This is truly horrific stuff. Okay. So this is a direct quote from a 2018 report conducted, conducted by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Quote, the 12 tribes teaching teachings to its members both excuse slavery and perpetuate its bigotry, going as far as to attack Martin Luther King Jr. And then this is a, a quote inside the quote. Martin Luther King was filled with evil. Every evil spirit there is to say all manner of evil filled that man. Hmm. They also, and this is continuing the quote here, they also say that it's horrible that someone would rise up to abolish slavery. Quote, what a marvelous opportunity that black people could be brought over here to be slaves so that they could be found worthy of the nations. Holy fuck. (gasps) Oh my goodness. I am not exaggerating when I say that was maybe the most racist thing I have ever read. Being from America, I know there are ideologies that fit that criteria, but I have never in my entire life experienced, I've never put an actual face to a group that believes that beyond the KKK. Everybody knows that white supremacists, you know, that typically is their domain. Yeah. Uh, So following in the same racist footsteps, the 12 tribes cult has been accused of promoting anti-Semitic beliefs as well. Oh, goodness. They believe that Jewish people are responsible for the death of Jesus Christ and that they are under a curse as a result. The group also teaches that the, again, the group teaches that the Holocaust was a punishment from God for the Jews' rejection of Jesus as the Messiah. Oh, my God. I cannot put this any lighter the group's founder gene spriggs remember him mm-hmm. has been quoted as saying that quote jewish people are under a curse because they rejected jesus christ as their messiah and because of their rebellion against god mm. the group also promotes the idea that the state of israel has no right to exist as it is not a biblical entity even though they are named after the 12 tribes of israel i am at a loss for words I feel like along the way here, I've been like thinking, like trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and been like, I mean, I'm sure they're nice people, but now. This is one of those things that totally changes your perception of a group of people that if they can attach themselves to this belief, Mm -hmm. I can't be excused. No, I mean, no, I would have to agree with you. And I hope most people would agree with me as well. Yes. (laughs) Regardless of what you think about the children, this should put you over the edge it should it should (laughs) it should hopefully you were there so in response to this the anti-defamation league has called the 12 tribes teachings quote violently Mm anti-semitic and the previously mentioned southern poverty law center has officially designated the group as a hate group yes and they're not alone other groups have followed in their footsteps so shout out to the southern poverty law center for really paving the way there and kind of telling it as it is mm-hmm. in this in this scenario 
Um, there's also dozens of reports of government raids from all over the world. Um, each time a community is raided, they find something disturbing. Usually it involves chases, cases of child labor, unpaid forced labor involving children and adults, child abuse, and intense and, quote, intense and unlawful race, racial and gender discrimination, Damn. among others. And just to, just to clarify, if you heard Mason chuckle just then, that was a nervous laugh. Oh, I laugh when I'm nervous. I don't know yeah. if I've ever mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I laugh when I say something I really don't want to say. Yes. Sometimes it happens if we're having an argument. And he laughs and it makes me really upset. But it turns out he's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I just want to leave. I want to leave my skin. <laughs> I don't skin. want to be a part of this discussion. I crawl in a hole. <laughs> and cover it with dirt and die there. No, you don't have to. Settle down. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, so back to the raids. Um, I wanted to talk about each of the specific raids that had taken place. But there were tons. Mm. And if we want to keep this under three hours, like seriously. Okay. I could talk about them forever. So if you are if you see me on the street and you want to ask me, ask me and I'll talk about it. Hit them up. <laughs> but for now, we'll just leave it at that. There's, you know, there's raids. And they, each time there's a raid, they find increasingly disturbing material. Okay. Um, these raids have taken place all over the world. Germany, the United States, South mm. America, Australia, everywhere. Uh, if you're curious about the specifics of these, I would definitely do some reading. There's tons of firsthand accounts from former members, um, and even reading one account will give you a good idea of the horrible practices that take place even to this day, because some of these accounts are very recent. Like I said, the last one I found was from 2022 in Denver. Oh. Not oh, even a year ago. Oh. oh. Um, but as far as the cult goes today, it's alive and well, unfortunately. They have a website and regularly promote their religion through other mediums. And while the communities aren't as large or as strong as they were in the 80s and 90s, they're still afloat. And they will also probably be here for a long time, barring any major government involvement. Mm. And that is going to do it for the 12 Tribes cult, everybody. Sorry to leave you with that note. but kind of a bummer. Yeah, but we, we really hope, well, we hope you enjoyed listening. In a, in a, round, in a roundabout safe. way. Please consider following us on social media at Chronicles of Curiosity Podcast. Um, if you're enjoying these, also consider supporting us. Um, the link is in the description of each episode. Whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, it'll take you right to our, our support center. Where you can donate if you'd like. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. Oh, sorry, real quick here. I did want to mention all the sources. I'm just going to blow through these. Okay. Um, the article, Inside a White Supremacist Cult by Joel Kelly, multiple Denver Post articles, including reports from R.J. Sangoski and Shelley Bradbury, Prophets and Saviors, a compilation of firsthand accounts of the 12 Tribes cult from those who left the trick clutches by Nori Muster, 12 Tribes, the Worldly Spirit and New Religions by Benjamin Zablowski, the 12 Tribes, Vine Community Church, Northeast Kingdom Community Church, Messianic Communities by David Bromley, and finally, Cults in Our Midst, the Continuing Fight Against Their Hidden Menace by Margaret Singer. Thank you. Oh. That was a mouthful. There was a lot of sources this week, and I could have used more, but I try to condense mm-hmm. the information here um, that that was available. But that's going to do it, everybody. Whew. Another week, another cult. I definitely want to do more cults in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned wanting. Well, we'll we'll keep it under wraps for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll leave yeah. you. We'll leave you. Six, what's the word I'm looking for? In suspense. Sus- in su- thank you. Yeah. We'll leave you suspended. <laughs> no. All right. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you listening. We hope you have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Bye bye.